But that's the way that a lot of European leagues do it. Uh, as far as their cups go, why would we not go to something like that? Because we are American. Because US America. <laughs> of A, bro. We're not doing that stuff, man. I want this. You're going to love this. I want to hear it. I'm objective. You're critical. Anico at the disco. He's <laughs> Join the mixtape 615. Today? Tomorrow? Yesterday? It is the dopest supporter group in all of Nashville. Forever. Testing, testing. One, two, three. This is the Mixtape 615, baby, and this is the place to be. If you're a Nashville soccer club fan, if you love Nashville and all of its soccer ways, or you're just trying to learn a little bit more, then we want you in the mix. We want everyone in the mix. Now, you know what time it is. It's time for the infamous AKAs. I am Tunji, AKA Young Turtle, AKA D Soccer Face, AKA SF Doom, AKA the Big Kahuna, and the little tuna sandwich, aka Steam Papi, Yamame, Steam Papi, aka Mr. Too Lit on a Wednesday night because it's half off whiskeys at Southside Kitchen and Pub, and I just got a paycheck, aka sipping, uh, Mr. Sipping Mai Tais on this beach in Belize, feeling cool like a summer breeze, aka the dude with the cleanest pair of Jordan ones you ever did see. Also, I'm the golden boy with the golden voice, and once again, this is a mixtape 615 podcast. Austin, tell them who you are. What's up? My name is Austin, a.k.a. Ginger Snap, a.k.a. The Fumbling Dublin, a.k.a. Redbeard, a.k.a. E. Chicky Chicky Parm Parm. Oh and we got one other <laughs> co-host. Logan, tell them who you are. This is Logan, and I'm going to keep it very simple. My name Beer Main. That's all you got to call me. <laughs> this is Mixtape 615. We are brought to you by Mixtape 615 Supporter Group. It is the dopest supporter group in all of Nashville sports and all of sports history. In my opinion, it is a tall order. We are the dopest dude, but it's it's what we stand up to. It's true, we are though. the dopest supporter group by far, bar none. Stop, print, let's go. Shee. For sure. So <laughs> we do want to thank you guys. Please hit us up on all of our socials at mixtape615. You can actually watch our podcasts as we do these at mixtape615pod on YouTube. Hit us up on all of our uh, Instagram, Facebook, X, as Tunji likes to call it, the uh, the artist formerly known as Twitter. We <laughs> want to see you guys hitting us up, getting in the mix, joining in with us and all of our fandom and fundum. So Austin, lead off our fundum with a game rewind. All right, all right. I think we just coined a new phrase, fundum. There we go. Uh, this is the game rewind. We had a one nil uh, loss to the New York Red Bulls on a late penalty kick. We're going to talk more about that. Um, we saw some some challenges early on uh, that could have gone Nashville SC's way that didn't. Not even going to VAR. We kind of had two games in a row where we saw the refs kind of uh, dropping the ball on that. Um, so we we saw some good fighting um we saw some good chances leading into the playoffs i'm not as discouraged as i could be in a one nil loss but tunji what did you see from this game man it's simple and plain new the red red bulls just wanted it more than we wanted it right like i know we didn't have much to play for maybe a, a sixth seed maybe a fifth seed it doesn't matter this is geotis park this is the the castle we're supposed to give them hell on the hill yeah. and granted 
it was a tough match. Granted, it was a dogfight, but Godoy yeah. giving away the penalty in the last minute of the game, in the last seconds of regular season is unforgivable. There was no reason for him to make that challenge. Unforgivable. Yeah. Especially with Shaq Moore standing right there. He had a defender helping him out, and then you're standing behind the attacking player and you stick your foot around that's that's always going to be called a penalty especially in that uh last third and and there is no need for it like you in, said in there that is no moment, need for it in that moment on decision day of course of course mls wants that type of shake up and godoy handed them the uh, the reason a reason to call a penalty on a silver a golden platter if we're talking about the boys in gold Absolutely. And I think that does show something that we were talking about last week when it comes to Dax McCarty being off the pitch. Godoy is trying to step up as a leader, but he's got to lead more with his voice and not necessarily with his actions because his actions can cause issues like that. We've yeah, talked it about it before. Sorry, sorry. We've talked about it before. He he can be aggressive, man. And mm. sometimes I like seeing that because, again, I like sort of that enforcer mentality, but it's a double-edged sword, and it cut us this time. Yeah, and there were some challenges early, like I mentioned, that um, could have gone our way. There were a few. There was the handball uh, in the second half. Mm. It was it was obviously a handball. Um, his uh, One of their players, I'm trying to remember who it was, but basically hit it off of his chest. It hit, and his as his hand is coming down, slaps down on the ball, no penalty called. Now the Godoy one was a definite penalty. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna challenge the ref on that. Uh, but if that was a penalty, why were? Why was that one? Why was the uh, Hane Mukhtar being taken down in the first 25 seconds not called? Um, and then there was one more. Uh, maybe it was Surridge or somebody Alex got Wheel. taken down. Alex Morial, yeah, got taken down in the box. Um, there were a couple that should have been called uh, that weren't. This one, like I said. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna challenge and say it wasn't a penalty. Godoy gave it to him. So to talk about the Alex Wheel, um, they said um, that if it is a clear and obvious chance on goal and he is hit after the touch, which he was hit after a touch, uh, and he took the shot on goal, then there wouldn't be a, a penalty awarded. However, in my opinion, he wasn't trying to take a shot on goal. He was trying to control it and could not maneuver himself to a point of control because of the way that their goalie was coming in on him. And that was an issue that I had in that challenge. I agree. I, I believe even the commentators, I wasn't sure. Was it Tony husband this, this time around there? No, I don't, right. I don't remember. Well, I, I, whoever it was, they even said that that was that is a penalty in their book. Yeah. So I, yeah, I heard know. that multiple times through the game. The announcer saying that's a penalty. Same thing with the handball. Um, but yeah, the Alex Moyle. There's contact there. Um, their goalie comes out, makes a late challenge, doesn't get ball, and takes him out. I don't care if it's a shot directly on net. It it went close enough to the to the post to to make a case i think so okay. alex Morrill taking that shot and then and then getting taken down and no call and then we lose on a late penalty it's a little frustrating to me but going close enough to the post is exactly what they were saying because it went close enough to the post they're saying that it could be taken as a shot on goal and with him being hit after the fact with a shot on goal it wouldn't be called 
Well, one thing we know for certain is Nashville SC is just never going to get the right call, whether it's home <laughs> or away. That the, the the refs hate us. That's Let's just admit feels. that. That's yeah. I I know every fan of of, their, of every team thinks that the refs hate them, but I think the refs actually hate Nashville SC. I don't know what it <laughs> I don't is. think the refs hate Nashville SC. I just feel like we have the play that we have the big players that are coming in and they're having to play for something or the big teams that are coming in having to play for something. And so the calls aren't going to go our way. It's kind of how I feel about the Memphis Grizzlies in the same way. Like when the big teams come in, they're having to play for something and the refs just aren't going to call it, you know, our are way. Are you alleging? Are you alleging? Are you oh, alleging? I, it's, it, I'm that, not saying that it's MLS fixed. is rigged. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it's fixed. I'm not saying it's rigged at all. Well, here, but according to the blind. script, it's let me let much. me just look through the script real quick. Um, this man's got the script. <laughs> <laughs> what was the script in the 94th minute, Austin? I will uh, say something. I mean, they, they were. Sorry, go ahead. Something that was crazy that came in uh, early was the eight minutes of extra time added to the first half. Yeah. I've never seen that in a match. It, it's the Leal injury, and then um, was it Reyes who went down for them uh, as well? Surge like Sam Surge and Reyes collided. Yeah, so it was yeah, the was two different injuries too. that were down for a while, and that that caused the addition. I think it was more the Randall Leal, which there was let's also talk the about check. That. Let's talk about that for a second because Randall Leal, there wasn't any clear. I actually rewound a couple times in my rewatch of this match. Um, I didn't really see any collision or anything he just kind of slowed up starting in like the 25th minute he had a long ball into uh Hani and it, he was like midfield I think it was and then from there it was a couple minutes later like the 27 28th minute where he just sat down and just couldn't go anymore and he was limping uh up until that so I didn't really see any did y'all see anything I didn't see anything necessarily but you did see I, I think I saw a change right about that time when he made that long ball into honey yeah because he came back in with the rebound and normally Liao puts it up y'all know he skyrockets that thing anytime he's making that rebound shot he put it on the ground and it was easy for you know the goalie to come in and trap it at that point that kind of showed me something was off because the way that he actually like let in it almost like he hesitated on his kick. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah, see well, how, sorry, go ahead. Tunji. Final I, I know you're saying that, that the, you know, something might've been off. I'll tell you what, nothing's off about Randall Leal leaving the pitch hurt. That's that sounds right, right in line with this guy. That makes a lot of sense with him. Absolutely. But, it is concerning going into the playoffs when we're going to have to play three games potentially against a team that, you know, faces off against us pretty well. Yeah. Yep. And the only concerning thing of Leal being off the pitch more is Alex Moyle on the pitch more um, going Stop into it. the hey, playoffs. Hey, so. you know, hold on. Stop it. I'll talk about this. And Tunji, you're going to you're going to laugh because I'm actually coming to your defense and Alex Wheels defense, that man, I don't know if he has been listening to us and has just gotten sick of my words, um, like talking trash about him. This last game, I saw him on and off the ball being more in a better position, like being in a better spot, being in a better position, playing to the right people, not losing the ball as much. It was amazing. It really was. 
<laughs> ah, I knew one day you would see the lights and <laughs> chaos would reign victorious. Alex <laughs> Mule was in, he was in all the right places. He made things happen. Um, he didn't lose the ball as much this time. So that's, that's a, <laughs> that's a plus. Um, but you know, with Randall y'all being out, uh, we don't know how long he's going to be out. We've got this, these playoffs right around the, the corner, right around, you know, what are we, what are we going to do, especially with this new format, which by the way, that's what we're going to talk about next. So we'll see y'all after the break. Does that new format from the League's Cup, does that give the team a different approach in regards to the way you kind of go into the round of the playoffs? To be honest, I'm not sure. I don't think we've ever seen it before. So um, the league gets to make up their mind, and there's not really any say from any of us or anyone really other than themselves in wanting to make money on the format. So um, that's their prerogative, and so be it. It'll be interesting. We look at it as a challenge, even if we were hosting the first round for the two games. Um, it's an interesting task to have to play a game three times over um, in a short period of time against the same opponent. That's not really something MLS has seen in the past. So um, it's a new challenge, something that we're looking forward to. Um, I think the dynamic stays relatively the same with trying to win every game, especially in the postseason. Um, you know, strategically, who knows how that actually plays out. I think we have to take it one game at a time, one half at a time. Um, and that's where our head's at. All right, so after the game, seems like Dan Lovitz has some pretty strong opinions about the playoff formats, and uh, those opinions made their rounds on X. Uh, so we figured here at Big Tape 615, why not talk about it? Um, Austin, what do you think, man? Like, the way Dan Lovitz puts it, it sounds like he thinks this is a money grab, this, uh, this format, which, again, if you don't know the format, the first – they're shaking things up this year. The first round – of the MLS playoffs previously it's, it's always been, it's been single elimination for the last couple years. Uh, seems like people enjoyed it. Some people didn't, uh, with the addition of, uh, now Apple being the broadcasting partner, it looks like MLS is wanting to shake things up. So they're making the first round first off, uh, they're, they're bringing in new, more, there's now nine slots where previously there was only seven, I believe. And the first round is a uh, best of three. So you're playing one person, uh, the higher seed gets uh, potentially two home games and the, the first team, the two wins gets to move on to the next round and it's single elimination from there on. So Dan Lovis thinks, uh, well, like we, we heard what he said. Awesome. What do you think? Money grab or no? I think it absolutely is. Um, it's a mm. chance for both teams to get a home match. It's a chance for both uh, franchises to uh, both clubs to bring in money and bring in revenue into their own home venues. Um, it's also a chance for Apple, like you said, uh, to get more viewers, get more um, more ads in there, uh, whatever, whatever have you. You know, so we see the first three matches coming in, um, or potentially first three could be first two matches. Um, uh, we hope for our sake it could be two for us, or hopefully goes <laughs> to three. Um, but yeah, I think I think though if you're gonna go to more matches in the first round, why not make it like a Champions League? Why not go aggregate? Why not go one 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 in each home stadium and then go with your aggregate goals? Um, which for those of you who don't know, aggregate is uh, basically goals combined, and then if it comes down to a tie, then it's more away goals. Um, but that's the way that a lot of European leagues do it. 
as, as far as their cups go, why would we not go to something like that? Because mm. we are American. <laughs> because <U> America. <laughs> of A, bro. We're not doing that stuff, man. I want this. Me personally, I want I want the, the, the winner take all. I give me the best two out of three. You know, forget about aggregate. I want a slugfest battle royale to start off the playoffs, and then we can go into single elimination. That's just so much more entertaining to me as an American consumer, personally. Yes, I love to watch Champions League. I love uh, the, you know, the, the, I do think the aggregate goal is, is cool, but yeah. I just think there's just so much more like personality, so much more riding on this best two out of three. If you make it to that third round, I personally, I, I just think it's going to be a whole lot more aggressive of a game and funner to watch with, you know, if it's just like, okay, we made it to the third, the third round, like, let's see, or sorry, the third game, the first round, whoever wins takes it all as opposed to, okay, well, they beat us 2-0 or 4-0 in the first match. And now we have to score at doing all that math. I'm not doing math, bro. I don't want to do math. Americans don't home. do math. We don't do that <laughs> stuff, bro. We don't do I that. I think it. Love I think it definitely brings up more drama, especially if it makes it to the third match. Um, so it, it definitely it creates third, more yeah. drama. Uh, if not, then it's like if it's just two two wins quickly, then it's just it's it's more uh more hope given, more false hope given, and bigger letdown for the uh team that loses, or bigger letdown for the fans that lose. It, it true, but again, again hyping on that american aspect it it feels more to me like an nba playoffs uh except if after the first you know couple after the first round they go into single elimination it feels more like baseball it just it feels more like nhl this is in line we have to start separating ourselves from the rest of the world and how we play soccer and stop trying to imitate them I do get that mm -hmm. we want to catch up, but we're only going to do that when we create our own style. And maybe that's through switching up how the playoffs work. I still wish that we could kind of line our season up with uh, the international season or sorry, the, uh, you know, the, the European and the rest of the world so that there's not all this weird transfer uh, mess that goes on. Uh, mm -hmm. But hey, as long as we can start defining ourselves as Americans, and I know I'm wearing an England jersey today. I was born in London, <laughs> but I was raised in Nashville and that's who I am. <laughs> Logan, well, we're never going to. Sorry, one one quick. Go point. ahead. Um, I don't think we're going to line up with the rest of the season or the rest of the league's uh, season because they don't have NFL and NBA and college football and college I mean, basketball and NHL. Winters that we have. <laughs> All of them that they have to. They have, but viewership. You know, they're going to yeah. have to go against all that i think hey, it's you best never for know. mls to stay through the summer you, you never know man. we, we could we could leapfrog we still have a chance to leapfrog nhl we you did we know. did uh we did pass uh nhl actually we are oh, yeah. mls mls is the fourth most popular it's it's like nba or nfl for one and then the other one second and then it's mlb, MLB. and then it's mls mlb we coming for you baby <laughs> which is surprising. yeah Honestly, surprising for me good luck but, I know. I know. Their their fanship's so dedicated. It's crazy. I know, man. Uh, in the I, best way. Continue, Tunji. I apologize. It's all good, brother, man. But just remember, this is American ball. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, speaking what, of American ball, guy, if we're if we're looking at football, uh, because that's what this is, right? This is football. There's Real gridiron football. football, which is what you know, which is what we play in the NFL, and then there's that's also ball. soccer football. 
which is what we play in the MLS. So if you're looking at the two different, uh, you know, the two different leagues over the last several years, they've lined up together. Uh, they've been a single elimination. Uh, they've been a, a week between each game. And that's what we've been used to with soccer. We saw in the league cup, how tiring uh, and how, how hard it can be on a single quick turnaround with the quick turnaround. Uh, you can see how that can hurt a team uh, more than it does help a team. And so that might actually, this might actually come out to be the worst playoffs we've seen in the MLS so far. I, mm. I am very much a fan of sticking to the single round uh, mm. game, like the single game per round single elimination style that we've had for the last several years. Yeah. I mean, that's cool and all, but I understand you're wrong. Apple wants to make <laughs> but money. You're wrong though. So that's the thing is I, I understand that Apple wants to make money. I understand that the clubs want to make more money. I understand that we want more viewership and more eyes on the teams. If that's the case, Apple has to broadcast it alongside somebody else then for now. They so have you're saying they need to I think, put it on they need to share playoff rights with Fox be. or what? Yeah. I mean, Fox probably, would be a great one. Fox. You think uh, Fox? CBS, CBS would be great because of Glasgow. Uh, mm. uh, we we would love to see that. I would personally love to see that. Um, I think sharing it with ESPN, who has helped with the MLS in the past several years as well. They, they helped is a that's a that's what a I, I, let me say it this tall way. term. You I don't know watch, if they helped. You could watch several of the games on ESPN Plus. In the past, barely, you really could barely, dude. I had a terrible time trying to get games on. I'm so happy it's on Apple, and I'm so happy that they're trying to switch things up. Why not try something new? We're gonna have the the World Cup here uh, in a couple years. Um, we've got uh, the Club World Cup come uh, like next year or two years from now, mm -hmm. guys. We have to start really get. Look, let's be real, Apple uh, memberships, uh, the season pass memberships didn't Scott didn't start going up. They didn't start getting their money back until Messi came. So mm. at this point, it's, and it's still a young league. Let's not forget that. MLS is still a young league. We can still try I mean, different things. 96, I hear right? you. Yeah, 96. I hear you on what it does to the players, right? And, and like, we saw it with Leagues Cup. I, I honestly, you know what? You've got a point there. I really do agree. But guess how you fix that? Trainers. No. <laughs> i can get on that again i can yeah. get all over that again oh man i i maybe maybe you <laughs> fix that with trainers but i'll tell you a, a surefire quick way to fix that stop putting these parody gam and tam and designated players let the club spend money open up mm. the bank let yeah. them get some depth on their team so that now we can really start seeing what happens you know who has we depth? live in the u.s man you and know who has that point st louis city sc st louis city has depth they were switching guys out and at halftime and and look now they've first year in the league and they made it to be the number one seed in the western conference come on guys that this just goes to show when you focus I mean, on uh rotating guys when you focus on having a, a balanced squad you 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 can make it through these tough seasons. I know we're asking a lot of the players, but I just want to. I just want to be entertained. I'm just keeping another real with team you. now with 
with entertainment though um on that i mean you talked about the world cup coming here was the better was the better format going to this best of three or was a better format opening up playoffs adding a few more than what we're seeing right now and go into a group play and then knock no, out stage no 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 way not not opening up more i would maybe have been been open to seeing okay instead of uh instead of this best of three maybe a group stage and then and uh, with three people in the group and then the top person making it out of that group into the next round i would have been open to that which is much more closer to a world it would lessen the bracket right but it would, but it would, uh, it would stay the same amount of games, I think. But it would like make for a shorter well, you, bracket you, because you would have less teams coming out. Well, imagine it like groups. this: we're in the same group. We'd say we're in the same group. It would be us, Orlando, uh, and let's say Atlanta, right? We play Orlando once. We play Atlanta once. Orlando would play uh, uh, Atlanta, and then you know, basically, we would each play each other once. And then we just look at the points at the end and see who Down comes out. Or go differential if it comes there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, if that would probably be a lot easier on the players' legs, you'd be able to give guys some rest. Um, be more travel. Yeah, it'd be it'd be more travel, but it'd be I believe that when you do that, you'd have to spread the games out a little bit more, and then each team, one team would have a buy whenever they're playing. Now you know, they that, be playing. that's interesting though, because you wouldn't have necessarily a home field advantage. I mean, maybe you would. Would top seed host the other two teams? In the in the that's we could we could chase down could, some yeah, rabbit holes down there's here. A, there's a lot of there's a lot of different, yeah like, we could chase some rabbit holes. holes. Maybe we could talk about this and we'll come up with the best format and submit as it. Y'all to are, as y'all are talking about all that, I'm sitting here going, well, number one seed in each conference could have a buy, and then you could have, you could have the bottom eight uh like this guy's doing those mathematics that was that meme two out of those eight have to go back and that way you have six seven well that would be 17 oh my god dude so this guy you doing seed. that and i'm like oh no permutations yeah. in your head unbelievable it's no that. it's look there's multiple different ways that we could go with this playoff format um i think that mls chose a bold route awesome what, what do you got to say about that i think it's a bold route but Ultimately, uh, we know who we're playing. We're playing Orlando. Um, that's what we're going to talk about here in our next segment. Um, we've got a little bit of a matchup preview coming up, what, what this playoff looks like uh, for Nashville SC, and that's coming up right after the break. What's up, guys? It's Wildman here. I'm here to drop some knowledge on you about the dopest supporters group in all of MLS, Mixtape 615. We're all about that high energy, that game day excitement, and creating unforgettable memories. So if you want to join, visit Mixtape615.com right now and become part of the coolest crew around. Mixtape 615, where soccer passion meets pure adrenaline. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you guys for sticking with us. We do want to talk a little bit about a match preview coming up. We have Orlando in Orlando starting off the playoffs Monday, October 30th, a 6 p.m. game, striking up the match early. This is a team that we've matched up against very well out of the last 10 matches, the 10 matches that we played against each other, five of which have been draws, three of which have been Nashville wins. I like that a lot, although it has been very even on goals and uh, and when it comes to the play. So, guys, this is a team that has matched up against us extremely well. Like I just said, what are we going to see out of this? What do we think we're going to see out of this? Tunji in particular, 
with the second half of their season having really this revival that you you know you called a revival recently what are you expecting or how are you expecting nashville to handle the pressure of going into their house well it's it's not their house it's the mouse's house <laughs> we're going we're going to be going to disney world ladies and gents and it's going to be a battle it for sure is going to be a battle i think there's going to be some um a little bit of bad blood if you if anybody remembers at the end of the, the match that we lost against them what was it like a couple weeks ago um mm -hmm. gary the gaffer the, the big man in charge gary the had some, stop it had some uh, <laughs> he had some pretty harsh words to say he was basically calling out how they uh how they ended the match just trying to play keep away not not playing in his world and well the way he seemed the way he felt it wasn't honorable i guess i don't know he's he's british so that's how he talks um so i think yes they've had a revival they've been a strong team they've actually been very strong away so if nashville can once again if we can stick to our what is supposed to be our game plan the you know leave let the opponent have the ball punish them on the counter attack if we can do that and sneak one out uh, in Disney World, then we have a really good chance of extending this. Now, again, they are a better team on the road, uh, but this is Geodis Park once again. So let's remember who we are and where we are. Now, if you want my prediction. I'm not asking I, prediction. Okay, yeah, I, <laughs> I, like, think, I don't know if you want to. Give I think, I right think it's going to be a lot for us to try and even predict these matches. Because it's going to be fun the back-to-back -back play again like we just talked about the back-to-back -back play is going to make a difference in this and you know with us having to play in succession like that with this new playoff format the only team that we have even played like this where we're playing back-to-back -back pretty quickly uh where it's a home away kind of thing was inner miami after league's cup final going directly into their house with our very next uh match in the league play there's in the one MLS game in that next Wednesday. Oh, I guess there was one game in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. But with us having to go pretty close back to back with those, mm -hmm. um, you know, they're, they're, what are the keys, Austin, that you see uh, for us winning at least two out of the three, you know, possibly three matches with a home away, uh, you know, a, a, an away home away rather for us? Yeah, I think it's interesting, uh, this new format where you're playing consecutively against the same team because we've seen it in other leagues. Uh, the series kind of develops the the type of play, the style of play. The players get to know each other a little bit better. They get to know uh, what the other player, the other team is going to do. Um, you try to game plan against what you saw last match. So it's going to be interesting to see that, especially if it goes three matches. If we see it going three matches, um, you know, I think that third match is going to be more of a chess match. You're going to be seeing, um, you know, pieces being moved around. The coaches are going to have to make uh, changes when they see fit. Um, and then the style of play may change depending on how the other two matches happen. Um, I mean, we've seen this this format in other uh, in other leagues and it's and it's always made for more um, more drama. Uh, more interest. Uh, I think. I think that it could be a lot more fun if it goes three matches. Well, it can, and it has the possibility. And I think we all know that it has that possibility. They have two really. They have a one-two punch that's been really good, which is like Torres, uh, Torres and Maguire. 
uh, you have a midfielder and a, and a forward that are striking pretty on like on on par with each other. Torres leading out with one extra goal, uh, but McGuire leading out with one extra assist. So Tunji, if, with those two guys, I know we've got a solid defense, so I'm not worried about them. But you should be. <laughs> who is? Be. <laughs> I mean, but who is our X factor in this game? Like in, in the back to back to backs. Who has to be our X factor in order to be able to win these, you know, and, and secure our our extension into the playoffs, like even further in? I'm going to say this, and we just, we, we all know it to be true in our hearts. Hani Mukhtar is our X factor. Hani Mukhtar, I don't know where he's, I mean, yeah, he's got an assist in the last match, but I need more goals for Hani Mukhtar. Mm. Yes, we have yeah. a great defense. We know we do, right? But you're not going to win in MLS in soccer. You're not going to win in most sports if you can't put the ball in the back of the net consistently. Consistently. That has been a struggle for Nashville. And unfortunately, when Hani struggles, the team struggles. Look at the mm -hmm. numbers, man. When well, So he is the X factor, Logan. I mean, you pointed out last, Matt, or last podcast that with our aggressive play we've yet to lose when we're leading at half so mm. hani scoring early is is a very big deal yeah. but hani's also playing the great assists into i mean guys like sam surge you know our, yeah. our brand new striker coming in guys like uh uh, uh shaffelberg jacob shaffelberg guys like fafa pico we need those guys to come out strong as well of, of course of course i I think that when you have uh, the supporting cast for Hani Mukhtar, then he plays a lot better. But right now, someone has to step up. I would love for it to be uh, Sam Surge, but he's new. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure if he can play the full 90. I'm not sure if he can play three matches back to back to back like this. You know, he's, he's still the, the guy didn't even have a preseason. He just jumped right into MLS season. I would love for it to be Dax, but he's 36 years old. It's going to have to be Hani. It's going to have to be Hani. We have to, if you want to advance in the playoffs, you're not going to advance by playing defense, putting, you know, putting 10 guys back and, and just trying to, you're going to advance by scoring goals. How did we advance in League's Cup? Think about it. We scored yeah, a lot of goals, goals in League's Cup. We scored a lot of goals in League's Cup. So right now, Hani has to show me why he is, was the, the MVP last year had the golden boot last year. He needs to find that form again, and then we will have a chance at turning this season, which ended in mediocrity. Let's just be honest with ourselves. It, it was the, the, the ending of this season was somewhat mediocre for me. But if we can take this uh, first round, we'll do something with it. Well, uh, well, sorry, if we take this first round, we'll, we, we can turn this whole season around, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's what it what it comes down to. I mean, you say Hani has to be the X factor. I think he definitely uh, does, but I don't know if it's Hani being the X factor when it comes to our goal scoring. Like, does he need to be the one putting the ball into the net, or does he need to facilitate? Because when he is playing that facilitator role, and we're actually getting balls into guys like Sam Surge, or we're getting uh, last time we played, uh, or last time we played in Orlando. Um, Hani had that really quick off the ball, like he got, he got fouled and he got right up and had the ball right up to uh, Fafa Pico, and he got that goal really quickly. Now, if Hani can play facilitator, 
I think, yes, he is the X factor. I don't know if he is the X factor in uh, goal scoring. I look, I hear you loud and clear. I really do. But I, I disagree because it's got to be Heine Mukhtar right now. This is this is the playoffs. There is no more, oh, well, maybe we'll get it next game or maybe he'll get it going. No. Right now, we go with the guy who is our guy, who is our MVP. It's got to be Heine putting the ball in the back of the net to set the statement for the rest of this playoffs. See, a statement is actually what I would say is needed. And I think that statement has to come from a guy like Dax McCarty. He is mm. the guy who keeps us focused. He's the guy who keeps us in position. He's the leader that we need on the field. And luckily, we will have him back next match. But it will all come down to that next match. And that's what we're going to have to watch Monday, October 30th at 6 p.m. So thank you guys for listening in. Austin, take us out. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We couldn't do it without you, all of our listeners. We applaud you. We love you guys. We hope that you guys uh, love us. Leave a comment, uh, you know, for what you expect coming up in this playoff. Like what what are some of your predictions? Uh, what do you think um, could, could happen in Orlando? Do you think we'll go two matches, three matches, whatever that looks like? Uh, but thank you guys for listening. Hit us up on all of our socials at mixtape 615 you can find us on facebook instagram x you know the artist formerly known as twitter if you're looking for this video content uh look us up on youtube at mixtape 615 pod and thank you huge huge shout out to our producer doug branson absolutely this dude is amazing big old hearts you know don't forget to join for that us guy. For, the, for the watch party yeah absolutely we got our watch party um uh, starting at 5.30, Southside Kitchen and Pub. Sorry, it's not Whiskey Wednesday, but we'll have oh. some drink specials going, I'm sure. Uh, I'm going to make it Mojito Monday. all of the matches. <laughs> Mojito Monday, there we go. Mojito Monday, I like that. <laughs> Mixtape Monday. My Mixtape time Monday. We want my no, time Monday. Monday. That's what we want. <laughs> all right, well, yeah. Join us at Southside Kitchen and Pub October 30th for the uh, opening playoff match against Orlando. 5.30 p.m. We will see you guys there. And once again, this is another episode of Mixtape 615 Podcast, and we are signing off.